ಶ್ರೀಗಣೇಶಾ ನಮ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಸರಸ್ವತ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹೆಲೋ ಲಿಸ್ನರ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ರವಿರಂಗನಾಥನ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮಿಂಗ್ ಯು ಟು ದ ಸೆವೆಂತ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ ಯಗಾ ಪಶ್ಯತಿ ಸ ಪಶ್ಯತಿ ದ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ಎಂಡೆಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಮೈ ಇಂಟ್ರೋ ಇನ್ ಟು ಸೆಗ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಫೋರ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸೆಗ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಕರ್ಮಯೋಗ ಇಸ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕಸ್ಡ್ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಇಸ್ ಚೇಂಜಿಂಗ್ ದ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಹಿ ಗಿವ್ಸ್ ಅನ್ ಇಂಟ್ರೋ ಟು ವಾಟ್ ಹಿ ಈಸ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಟಾಕ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಓ ಸಣ್ಣ ಆಫ್ ಕುಂತಿ ವಾಟ್ ಐ ಟಾಟ್ ಯು ಸೋ ಫಾರ್ ಈಸ್ ವಿಸ್ಡಮ್ ಕನ್ಸರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಸಾಂಖ್ಯ ಇಂಡೀಡ್ ನೌ ಯು ಶುಡ್ ಲಿಸನ್ ಟು ದ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಕನ್ಸರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಯೋಗ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ಯುನೈಟೆಡ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿಸ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಯು ಶಲ್ ಕ್ಯಾಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಬಾಂಡ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಷನ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ಮೈ ಹೆಡ್ ಈಸ್ ರೀಲಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಲಿಸನಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಮೈ ನೇಚರ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಎಟರ್ನಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇಂಪೆರಿಷಬಲ್ ವಿಚ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ನಾಟ್ ಏಬಲ್ ಟು ಕಾಂಪ್ರಿಹೆಂಡ್ ಐ ಸೆಡ್ ಐ ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ರೆನೌನ್ಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ನವ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫಾಲೋ ಸನ್ಯಾಸಂ ಬಟ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಸೇಯಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಲಿಸನಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದಿಸ್ ಯೋಗ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಟರ್ನೆಟ್ ಐ ವಿಲ್ ಕ್ಯಾಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಬಾಂಡ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಷನ್ ಡು ಐ ರಿಯಲಿ ನೀಡ್ ದಟ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಸೇಸ್ ಇನ್ ನೋಯಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಲಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಫರ್ಟ್ ನಾರ್ ಈಸ್ ದರ್ ಎನಿ ಹಾಮ್ ಈವನ್ ವೆರಿ ಲಿಟಲ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಧರ್ಮ ವಿಲ್ ಪ್ರೊಟೆಕ್ಟ್ ಒನ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಫಿಯರ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಯೋಗ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಟಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಸಿಂಗಲ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟೆಡ್ ಡಿಟರ್ಮಿನೇಷನ್ ಆನ್ ದಿ ಅದರ್ ಹ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ವೈಲ್ ಪರ್ಸ್ಯೂಯಿಂಗ್ ವೇರಿಯಸ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಸೀಕಿಂಗ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ಲಿ ಪ್ರೆಷರ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಎಂಡ್ಲೆಸ್ ಥಾಟ್ಸ್ ಅರೈಸ್ ಲೀಡಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಕನ್ಫ್ಯೂಷನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇನ್ಎಫಿಷಿಯನ್ಸಿ ಸೊ ಫೋಕಸ್ ಯುವರ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಲಿಸನ್ ಟು ವಾಟ್ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಸೇ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಟುವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ಲಿ ಮ್ಯಾಟರ್ಸ್ ಸೀಕಿಂಗ್ ಅರ್ಥ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕಾಮಾ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ವೆಲ್ತ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪ್ಲಷರ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಮೆನಿ ಬ್ರಾಂಚ್ಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಂಡ್ಲೆಸ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ದೆರ್ ಆರ್ ಹಂಡ್ರೆಡ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ವೇಸ್ ಟು ಮೇಕ್ ಮನಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಂಜಾಯ್ ದ ಪ್ಲಷರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಸೀಕ್ ಎ ಬೆಟರ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಬೆಟರ್ ಹೆಲ್ತ್ ಟು ಎಂಜಾಯ್ ದ ಪ್ಲಷರ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪವರ್ ಬೆಟರ್ ರಿಲೇಷನ್ಶಿಪ್ಸ್ ಬೆಟರ್ ಫ್ರೆಂಡ್ಸ್ ಬೆಟರ್ ಫುಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಂಟರ್ಟೈನ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ದೆರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಎನ್ ಟು ಇಟ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಆಲ್ ಸಚ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಡೋಂಟ್ ಗಿವ್ ದ ಡಿಸೈಡ್ ಫ್ರೂಟ್ಸ್ ಮೆನಿ ಎಫರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಗೋ ಟು ವೇಸ್ಟ್ ಹೌ ಮೆನಿ ಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಯುವರ್ ಬಾಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಆಸ್ಟ್ ಯು ಟು ಡೂ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಟು ಫೈಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ದ ಟೈಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಫರ್ಟ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಸ್ಪೆಂಟ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಪ್ರಾಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ದ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಚೇಂಜಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ಎಫರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಥ್ರೋನ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ದ ಡಸ್ಟ್ಬಿನ್ ಕಂಡೀಷನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸರ್ಕಮ್ಸ್ಟಾನ್ಸಸ್ ಚೇಂಜ್ ಆನ್ ದಿ ಎಫರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಪುಟ್ ಇನ್ ಆರ್ ಆಫ್ ನೋ ಯೂಸ್ ಯು ಡಿಸೈನ್ ಯ ಪ್ರಾಡಕ್ಟ್ ವಿತ್ ಇನ್ಪುಟ್ಸ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಮಾರ್ಕೆಟಿಂಗ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಟು ಫೈಂಡ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ದ ಮಾರ್ಕೆಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಚೇಂಜ್ಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಪ್ರಾಡಕ್ಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಯೂಸ್ಲೆಸ್ ಆನ್ ದಿ ಅದರ್ ಹ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಸೇಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ದೋಸ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಪರ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ಡ್ ವಿತೌಟ್ ಎನಿ ಅಟ್ಯಾಚ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಟು ದ ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಷನ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಲಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಫರ್ಟ್ ನೋ ವೇಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಫರ್ಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಗ್ಯಾರಂಟೀಡ್ ಟು ಗಿವ್ ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಯುವರ್ ಫೇವರ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಎನಿ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಷನ್ ಪರ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ಡ್ ಟುವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ರಿಯಲೈಸೇಷನ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ನೋ ವೇಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಎಫರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಗಿವಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಟಾಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ ಯೋಗ ಆಫ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಷನ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಟೇಕ್ಸ್ ಅ ಸ್ವಿಂ
saying there is nothing else. These people, full of desires, having heaven as their goal, prescribe various specific actions for the attainment of power and pleasures. Their actions lead to new birth as the reward. And those who cling to the riches of wealth and power, whose minds are drawn away by such a teaching, have no focused intellect and are not fit for moksha liberation. In this, Bhagavan criticizes those who follow Sakama Karma, actions seeking to fulfill desires, even in dharmic ways as prescribed in the Vedas. He says they are Kamatmanaha, have a lot of desires and they have no concentration. Bhagushaka, that is, they have so many varying thoughts. Not only they have no focused thoughts, they are Anantascha Buddhayaha, they have endless thoughts. Pushpitam Vacham, they have flowery speech. Swargaparaha, they seek heaven. Bhogeshwarya Gatim, they are seekers of pleasure. Bhogeshwarya Prasaktanam, they cling to riches. The bottom line is, they are avipaschitaha, they are unwise. It doesn't look like Bhagavan is talking about people of his time. It looks like he is directly pointing his fingers at us. The idea here is that the Sakamakarmi performs actions to get worldly results. Even if they follow dharmic ways, since results are not guaranteed, they have a restless mind and suffer from it. Nowadays, there is so much corruption that following dharmic ways is certain to lead to a restless mind. What is the issue with the restless mind as long as I can make millions of dollars? The state of moksha is one of steady happiness. An individual is not fit for moksha, cutting off the cycles of birth and death, if they have a restless mind. On the other hand, the nishkama karma yogi who performs all actions to get a single-pointed mind will attain moksha definitely. In essence, you may be successful in making money, but that dollars or euros or rupees cannot buy entrance tickets to moksha. Okay, if karmakanda rituals are of no use to realize our own self, then how much more use are the Vedas? To answer that, Bhagavan next introduces a very important topic. He says, Arjuna, Vedas are much more than these rituals for which you have argued so much. Traigunya Vishaya Vedaha Nistraigunyo Bhavarjuna Nirdvando Nitya Satvastaha Nir Yogakshema Atmavan Mukkuna Vishyam Vedangal Mukkuna Milladir Arjunam Yirmayella Nitya Satvanilai Yogakshemam Vidubat Atmavan the Vedas deal with the three gunas. You be above these three gunas. Free yourself from the pairs of opposites and ever remain in the sattva. Freed from all thoughts of acquisition and preservation and be established in the self. Gunas are translated as attributes or qualities. Bottom line to the secret to realize our own eternal imperishable self is Nirdvandvaha be beyond the dualities of the world. Nitya Sattvastaha Always stay in Sattva, the state of purity. Nir Yohak Shema Don't worry about acquiring and protecting things. Nistrai Gunyaha Go beyond the three Gunas. And 
ஆத்மவான் will ever remain as your true self here bhavan is criticizing people who are performing vedic rituals seeking wealth and pleasures the fire ritual activities were common during arjuna's time that is what arjuna was arguing for in the first chapter he said society will disintegrate and people will not follow their duties and will fail to perform various prescribed rituals in our times most of our actions are nothing but rituals bhavan is indicating that arjuna has fallen prey to such unwise people who with their flowery speech have given importance to seeking material benefits more than anything else and arjuna is unknowingly using that as his arguments for not wanting to fight for our time this means that bhavan is criticizing all of us who are performing desire prompted actions do we all not fall for the flowery speech of the marketing and seek this and that arjuna the unwise who are focused on the material gains fail to understand the self and talk in glorious terms about various activities to go after sense pleasures and power those actions are the cause of taking birth again and again but you are smart intelligent and can understand the higher principles of life so you must rise above the pairs of opposites like heat and cold pleasure and pain honor and dishonor and remain in a state of sattva the state of goodness do not focus on and do not worry about the non performance of these sacrifices since everything in this world is influenced by the three gunas first abide in sattva guna and then use it to go beyond the three gunas instead of treading the path of external pleasures and powers walk the path of good abide in sattva if you do so then there is no need to derive joy from the external sources i can imagine some listeners wondering what are the three gunas and what is this sattva business bhagavan is talking about in this chapter they are not explained he brings it up little by little and finally he gives two full chapters chapter 14 and chapter 17 to deal with it exhaustively it is also addressed in chapters 16 and 18 so there are plenty of opportunities to know about it in short the three gunas are sattva rajas and tamas sattva is purity goodness rajas is activity passion and emotions and tamas is ignorance darkness dullness inactivity there is a lot more to this but this gives a good starting point okay how can one remain in sattva sattva arises and prevails having overpowered rajas and tamas so to remain in sattva one has to overpower rajas and tamas it is by overcoming the emotional turmoil and performing all our duties keeping the pleasure and pain success and failure gain and loss victory and defeat honor and dishonor the same this was indicated as nirdvandvaha being beyond the dualities of the world bhavan why can't we perform desire prompted actions that seems to be natural to all beings what is the problem in doing that can you explain bhavan gives the very famous and most misunderstood verse in this chapter 
कर्मण्येवाधिकारस्ते मलेशु कदाचना मा कर्मफलहेतुर्भूर्मातेकोस्वकर्मणि सयल मट Your authority is to action only but not to its fruits. Let not the fruit of action be thy motive, nor there be attachment to inaction. Bhagavan immediately follows this with a statement that Samatvam Yoga Ucchate, Samamananilai Yoga Yenbadu, even as our mind is said to be Yoga. The four lessons from this verse are, first, Your free will is only in your actions. You can decide what you want to do and act on it. You are your own boss. Second, you do not have authority over the result of an action. That is, your free will is not effective in deciding the result of the action. You may be the boss in deciding what action you want to do or not to do, but You have no such power in the outcome of those actions. There are other external factors in that picture. So, do not have attachment to the results of the action. Don't claim entitlement to the results just because you performed an action. Since we cannot control the results, desire-prompted actions do not always turn out to be what we want. Third, do not be a selfish person who is driven only by the results of actions. Have the attitude of samatvam, evenness to the results. If the result is in your favor, don't get excited too much and if the result is not in your favor, don't lose heart and start crying. Do not claim responsibility for the action only if the result is successful and do not abandon your responsibility if the result is a failure. And finally, one should not avoid action fearing the result may not be in their favor. One should not be lazy. Think that actions are to be done for the welfare of the society and more importantly for realization of our true self. Interpretations like we have the right only to duty and should not aspire for results or do your duty with a disinterest in the results. Do not give full justice to what Bahawan is saying here. In Tamil, this is translated as Kadamayai Sai Palanai Edirparade. If an authority like a parent or a boss wants to get something done without questioning their authority, they quote this verse freely. They say, do your duty, do not expect rewards. Nowadays, I hear children turning this back on their parents. Oh Bhagavan, I understand what you mean by we have authority over our actions. But... How can you say that we do not have the authority over the result of our actions? Are you a boss not wanting to give what is due to the employees? Anyone who works in a corporation or to another person has the right to demand their salary for the work they have done. Is it not? What is the purpose of doing such work if you are not to have the fruits of actions as the motive? Also, Bhagavan, what is wrong in expecting a result? and that too in our favor? Can a builder start constructing a 50-story building without worrying about the result? Is it okay if it crashes down? How can we perform actions without a motive? 
Are you asking Arjuna to engage in the war to lose the war? Can you please explain your stand? Bhagwan explains. From external point of view, it is your duty to others and actions are for the loka sangraham, the welfare of the world. From internal point of view, it is your duty to your own self to achieve self-realization and to become one with Brahman. Yes, the builder must ensure the building is safe to occupy and use. The action of the construction of the building should be for the overall welfare of the society and as far as the builder is concerned, it should be to realize his or her own true self and attain moksha and not for accumulating wealth and pleasures and that too for multiple generations. Bhagavan, if a person cheats me, why should I accept that? Not having the authority to the results of our actions means first accept the results for what they are. It means do not allow your mind to get agitated and live in anger if the results do not turn out to be in your favor. This does not mean you cannot have a follow-up action to correct the problem that produced an undesirable result. The person has cheated and that is in the past. The past may be one day or one week or many years. You cannot change that past. If necessary, take a follow-up decision with intellect rather than emotions. If there is no other choice, move on with life, but be more careful. Change your lifestyle to avoid such future incidents. You have the authority and power to do all these actions. On the other hand, allowing the mind to be agitated and suffering in silence for the rest of the life has no purpose. Whatever action you choose to do, the mind must be absolutely calm, serene, peaceful. The actions you do should not fill up your head with so many thoughts. That is why Samatvam Yoga Uchate, evenness of mind is called Yoga. From a material point of view, Bhagavan did not say that perform an action without planning or not to have a particular result as a goal in the planning phase. Planning itself is Yoga, it is skill in action. He did not say that you cannot partake in the result after the result has occurred. He did not say to stop further actions altogether if the result of the past action is not to our liking. You can have an expectation of the result. In the planning stage, have a clear idea of what result you expect. Perform actions skillfully to try to achieve it. In spite of it, the result may go for a toss. Be ready cheerfully for that also is the point. The present will become the past in the future. The future will become present at some point in time. So, planning in the past is necessary for the successful execution of the actions skillfully in the present for good results in the future. Whatever you do, it is important to do it skillfully. An action performed with the skill, an action performed without an agitated mind over the results has a higher chance of success. More than the success, it will reduce the agitation in the mind. The idea of performing an action should be to reduce the agitations and impurities of the mind. After performing a surgery, 
a doctor may not take anything as fees or willing to take less than what others have to offer to him or insist on full fees that free will the doctor has but to determine what the result of the surgery will be whether the patient recovers or not is not fully within his or her hands the probability of success may be high but still it is not 100% the result of any action depends on many external factors that are not in the hands of the actor it depends on the support or opposition we get for that action from family friends enemies the environment etc to perform any action and get results we need our body atma the consciousness karma our internal forces and paramatma the supporting external force the result depends on adhyatma adibhautikam and adidevam that is the result depends on us as well as the outside visible and invisible forces hence the result is not dictated only by our actions and it does not belong only to us even considering the external factors many times we do not have the complete picture to make correct decisions tamil movie song seiyum tholile devam adil theramaidan namadu selvam beautifully translates this idea god is the work you do and in that only skill in action is your wealth whatever be the distractions of life bhagavan says don't forget that the one and only goal of life is to realize the eternal happiness within you for that to happen turn all the distractions to your advantage by not focusing on the result but on the action itself for a moment think about this if arjuna had that power or authority over the result of his actions then there is no need for him to struggle for 13 years in the forest if he had the power over the result of his actions he could have planned to win the war killing duryodhana without killing bhishma and drona and there is no need for him to get paralyzed from action if he had the power over the results of his actions then bhishma drona and duryodhana also will have power over the result of their actions both sides have power only over their actions but arjuna is not willing to exercise that one power he has due to the mental fever he even forgot that he has the power over his actions and is worried about something over which he has no control bahavan had to remind both of them to him because we do not have control over the results of our actions we should not be motivated to perform action only for what is in it for us nor should we become a person who will not perform any action at all with this bahavan is demanding that every one of us have to change our attitude towards our actions as well as to the results of our actions in essence under all circumstances do your duty don't be lazy don't worry be happy having declared that yoga is evenness of mind bahavan immediately gives another definition for yoga along with shocking advice buddhi yukto jahatiham ubhe sukrta duskrutem 
தஸ்மாத்யோகாயுஜஸ்வோகர்மசுகௌஷலம் புத்தி நிலை சேர்ந்து இவ்வாழ்வில் துறப்பர் நல்லது கெட்டது இரண்டும் அதனால் யோகம் ஈடுபடு யோகம் செயலில் திறமை யுனைடெட் வித் இன்டலக்ட் ஒன் கேஸ் ஆஃப் இன் திஸ் லைஃப் போத் குட் டீட்ஸ் அண்ட் ஈவில் டீட்ஸ் தேர் ஃபோர் எங்கேஜ் யுவர் செல்ஃப் இன் யோகா யோகா இஸ் ஸ்கில் இன் ஆக்ஷன் In common parlance, it is misunderstood that yoga is just some exercises to perfect the body at physical level. Contrary to that, two verses earlier, he explained yoga to be evenness of mind and now yoga as skill in action. Yoga is performing actions skillfully with reference to the outside world. Yoga as the capability of mind to see everything the same is is with reference to our inside world the external world must be in sync with the internal world that is yoga the literal meaning of yoga is union the ultimate union of the individual is with the universe and not just physical fitness exercises to achieve this ultimate yoga one needs samatvam evenness of mind there are intermediate steps smaller yogas to achieve the ultimate yoga things that help you to achieve the ultimate yoga are also called yoga when we come to chapter 6 we will see how all these various definitions get connected to give the ultimate definition of what yoga is the shocking advice is that we have to discard both good deeds and bad deeds normally we think that we should discard only bad deeds and not good deeds Of course what is a good deed may be subjective and relative is a different issue here bhagwan says forget about good deeds also why he is saying this will become more and more clear as we plow through the field of bhagavad gita let us see the battlefield context arjuna you have the authority and qualification to fight against the kauravas you have acquired special weapons for this you have been put in a very important position the leader of the offense you yourself choose to perform this action till today morning unlike many of the unqualified soldiers here who are ready to fight and give their lives when you have the qualification and authority to perform this action why not perform it to the best of your ability why run away from this also you are not at qualified to become a sanyasi until that time யோகாயை யுஜஸ்வ யோக கர்மசு கௌஷலம் எங்கேஜ் யுவர் செல்ஃப் இன் யோகா ஆஃப் ஆக்ஷன் ஃபார் யோகா இஸ் ஸ்கில் இன் ஆக்ஷன் அண்ட் எங்கேஜ் இன் ஆக்ஷன்ஸ் வித் சமத்துவம் யோக உச்சத்தே வித் அன் ஆட்டிடியூட் ஆஃப் ஈவன்னஸ் ஆஃப் மைண்ட் டு நாட் ஒரி அபவுட் த ரிசல்ட் ஆஃப் த வார் ட்ரீட் விக்டரி அண்ட் டிஃபீட் த சேம் எங்கேஜ் இன் திஸ் ஆக்ஷன் அண்ட் புட் யுவர் பெஸ்ட் எஃபர்ட் தி இம்பார்ட்டன்ட் டீச்சிங் ஹியர் இஸ் தட் actions should not be based on what is in it for me and the fruits of actions should not define who we are we may be a failure in some activities we may have success in some other activities but these should not define our identity because our true identity is eternal and imperishable failure should not bring us down it should not put us in a depressed state at the same time nor should success get into our head it should not place us on a cloud we have to use all our actions 
to go to that actionless state. Yoga is a psychological state where we don't get flustered. If we can do this consistently for all our activities, then we will become a yogi. Yaha pashati sa pashati. Bhagavan, I understood your definitions of yoga. But what is skill in action? Is not getting the desired result a skill in action? Tune into the next episode for the answer. Until that time, this is Ravi Ranganathan bidding goodbye. ओ